What's up, Anchor? This is Mark. Um, I took an active shooter training uh, the other day with local law enforcement. And I, although I do give the class myself, you know, I just kind of, they touched on a couple things that I think is important. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about active shooter. First of all, if you have, wherever you guys work, wherever you guys, you know, are employed, they should provide some type of active shooter training. If they don't, go on YouTube punch in active shooter training or something like that and there's any one of those videos that would be helpful but <clears throat> one of the things that they tell you basically is the three things run hide and fight those are the three things so they talk about running avoiding the gunfire hiding if you're unable to avoid the gunfire and fight if that's your last resort that's basically the way it is but all too often this is something that law enforcement brought up, which I, you know, even me, when I'm giving the training myself, when I give this active shooter training, I kind of forget. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be that linear, meaning just because you talk about running first, hiding, and then fighting, that doesn't mean that's what you're supposed to do verbatim, you know. It basically, the proximity of the threat is going to dictate how you're going to respond to an active shooter situation. So... <sighs> Example would be if an active shooter situation breaks out, you know, in another building, down the hall, and you're able to run and get to an exit and run to safety, that's the first thing you're going to do. But if it's in close proximity, and you're not able to avoid the gunfire or, you know, you're going to be in the line of sight of the active shooter, then obviously you're going to lock the door, barricade it if you can, secure the door, you know, Call 911, contact 911, put your cell phone on vibrate, you know, and hide if they're like, you know, in the, in, if you're in their line of sight. But if you're sitting in your office and active shooter comes into the room, you're going to fight. So that's one thing that they brought up. I mean, you're going to get the same training no matter what, whether you go on YouTube, whether you go, whether your facility gives you that training, whether you go to a class and have an active shooter awareness training workplace violence awareness they call it all kinds of different things and i just would encourage you to go back to your employer and say look you guys should have some type of training for the employees here regarding active shooter you should have something in place but if you don't go on youtube you know they're usually like two minutes long three minute long videos where you can just look at it but my message to you is when you apply these techniques you know again doesn't have to be a complicated plan to exit your facility run hide fight that's it it's not complicated but apply them as necessary you know depending on the where the proximity of the threat is so i just wanted to get that out there because i just took the active shooter training the other day with two different municipalities which was great and you know to get that perspective and what they're looking for and how they respond so that was great and i'll probably do another podcast about that and later on in the future I hope this was helpful. Um, you can read my blog at hightechrefuge.com or those of you in the New Jersey area looking for guard training, New Jersey guard training, looking for your SORA license, you go to carbohalsora.com. You can follow me on Twitter, carvemark169. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Snapchat now. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye.